Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review. I uh, hope you've had a great Monday. Uh, this is, of course, a transfer show with myself and Alex. Um, however, we do also have Billy Bob Coleman uh, sitting behind the scenes uh, watching the Liverpool-Leicester game, or Leicester-Liverpool, whichever way you want to see it. And uh, he is going to uh, let me know in the private chat if anything happens in the game, and we'll bring him on straight away uh, to uh, give us some information about what has just happened. So uh, he is our roving reporter. He's our Chris Kamara tonight, Alex. Um, so looking forward to uh, Leicester doing one against Liverpool. Um, we hope. Uh, it'll certainly make us feel a little bit better going into Thursday's game if Liverpool have, have lost, Alex. Um, yeah. I mean, Even though we've still got to do it ourselves. It, well, yeah, but it does reduce the points total required. It, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, it means they'll be still on 62 points. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll be on 66 with a game in hand. And then if we get anything against Brighton, even if we get a point, it suddenly means we are five points ahead of Liverpool with two games to go. So mm. makes a big, big difference. So we, we could really do with Leicester doing us a favour here. Because, um, yeah. you know, we've we've not been perfect. Um, we're not expected to be perfect, but it would do us. Mm. It would do us a big favour. Uh, absolutely. Uh, just before we get going, I want to have a. I want to say a big shout out to Mary, uh, because uh, she put in the uh, Facebook group earlier on today uh, that she was heeding some of my advice, and she's jumped on uh, jumped on some transport and uh, got herself into uh, got herself up to Newcastle. So. Uh, if any tune reviewers want to go and uh, have a drink with Mary or introduce yourselves or arrange something with Mary, please feel free in the chat. Uh, it would be, uh, you know, she's up having, well, let's just say uh, enjoying the uh, bright lights of uh, Newcastle. So enjoy it, Mary, whatever you get up to while you're up here. Um, Stiff Gators says, it suddenly dawned on me this evening I'm a massive Leicester fan. Uh, how are the Foxes? Uh, yes. Uh, Jack is this evening, team. Hope everyone's well. But who's feeling it's squeaky bum time for the Champions League? Um, come on, Madison, help out your future team. Uh, absolutely. Uh, that was <laughs> interesting. Uh, come on, Madison, give your future employers a Champions League tonic. I, I mean, you know, we should have all just grouped together and sent them a big message on Instagram, shouldn't we? Uh, you know, just saying, you know, your future employers are watching tonight. Just make sure that you, A, score a few goals, B, put in a wonderful performance, and C, thrash the scouts. Uh, that's what we, we, we want to happen tonight. Uh, but on the transfer front, Alex, I know he's probably not going to be featured tonight because we featured him last week. Uh, Shabozhlai. Uh, these it's really picking up with him now. Um, funny sc- that, yeah. Scouts out to see him again. Um, and it, it really has picked up pace. And I mean, this guy, if, if we get him, Alex, it's a fabulous start at the transfer uh window, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we sent scouts, which was confirmed, and mm-hmm. Sky Germany confirmed we're interested. So, regardless of what you think about Sky, they are considerably more reputable than than general sort of newspapers and, and journalists yeah. um so you know I, I guess i'm just a little bit bitter that a few people called me out for running him on the transfer show a few weeks ago when mm. as you can see i'm just reporting on news and and it's generally right so there yeah. you go 
I mean, it's not it's not in the no stuff. I'm literally no. wearing not in the no t-shirt. No, we are we are not in the no. Show. Absolutely not. It is, uh, it's just being having eyes and a brain and going oh that publication is reputable and have said this. Okay, cool. We'll talk about it in a transfer show. It's literally that. But he would be he would be outrageous. He he's something kind of in between Madison and something else midfieldery. He can play out wide. He's younger. Um, he, I think he's got a higher skill ceiling. He's, he's far more proven at international level as well. Although I do think a lot of that's down to Southgate being incompetent. Um, yeah, th- this kid, I feel like, has got a, a much higher ceiling than Madison has. Obviously, yeah, the only absolutely. difference is he's not done it in the Premier League. And obviously, Madison got nearly 20 goal contributions. If he's, or was it last season or the season before? Um, mm. So he, he is no joke, man. James Madison is an incredible footballer. But Schaubeslow, you know, he fits the physical profile a little bit more. I think he was 6-1 when we looked at him. He might, might be even a little bit taller than that. Um, so he, he definitely fits that. I'm just going to check what I just said there and make sure I didn't look at him. Is he definitely 6-1? He is exactly 6-1. I read it right. So, yeah, he'd be somebody that would that had been incredible. I, I would say that that is important of a signing. So if you think about for people who've never seen this kid play, I think this would be the same as Isak in the front line. This would be the next Isak for us, but the midfield version of Isak. I think that guy's this kid's that good. He yeah. would the guy in midfield. Mm. That's me saying that, even though we've got Bruno. Like this kid has a higher skill ceiling, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, a bit of a surprise, uh, my uh, German team Leverkusen, Alex, picking up uh, Grimaldo today. Yeah, I, I'm really glad you mentioned that because there is, yeah, we need to talk about that. So what do you think about that then? Are you excited about that or sad well, that we didn't I, get him in the two? Well, I, obviously the two come first for me, whatever, you know, whatever happens. Um, but the fact, you know, <laughs> second best for me is Leverkusen get them. So, you know, I watch a lot of Leverkusen, so I get to see him play a lot. But um, I think... You know, I think we've missed the boat on him. Uh, I I don't know if there was ever really any strong interest. We, I know we covered him on a transfer show because there was uh, reports in the media, but we didn't really seem to be pushing for it. Uh, Leverkusen have obviously offered him a very good deal um, for him to go there. Out of all the clubs that were interested, uh, for him to go to Leverkusen is a bit of a surprise. But, you know, Xavi Alonso... He's got a lot of respect across Europe, hasn't he? Because of what he did as a player as well, let's not forget. And, wow. you know, it, I mean, it's a, it's it's an interesting move for me, but I'm disappointed Newcastle didn't go for him. Well, look, so, I mean, we, we do need to talk about this in depth because we're all talking about left-backs, Dan Byrne, Matt Target, what's going, what's going to go happen in the summer. So this is an important topic because we're not reviewing any left-backs today, but I think it's mm. worth having a couple of minutes to talk about it. So, yeah. obviously... Grimaldo leaving, um, going to, to Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, Michelle Bakker is at Bayer Leverkusen, somebody mm-hmm. that we were rumoured to be interested in when he was at Atalanta. Yeah. We didn't go for him. Um, though I think there was, it might have even been confirmed interest. Um, I'd have to double check that. Um, it's rumoured that we're not interested in him anymore, but again, rumours, we're not in the know. Who knows? Yeah. Um, very, very interesting few posts from Sanjay today on Twitter that I agree with, to be honest. So if you don't follow Sanjay on Twitter, it's at, at NUFC Sanjay. So yeah. he's put today, if NUFC are looking for a left back in the Dan Burn mould, there's a pretty small pool of players to pick from. Hincapier, who is at um, Roma. You've got Kelly, Colwell. Um, he also brought up uh, Goncalo Inacio um, from Sporting, who we have been strongly linked with in the past. 
um, even though he's a centre-half. <clears throat> so Sanjay backs this up by saying, if you're recruiting for a specific... specific bleh, if I can talk, let me try that again. If you're recruiting Ooh. for a specific role, it's often easier to recruit on the basis of skill sets rather than experience in said role, which I would agree with. It tends to be how Eddie Howe used to operate um, back in the sort of lower league days of Bournemouth. He would recruit... Um, skill sets, technical ability, uh, physical attributes instead of positionally, it kind of, if that makes any sense, it's more role-based. Mm -hmm. So Inacio, despite being a centre-half, profiles a lot more like Dan Byrne, but more technical, younger, faster, could do a lot more with the team. Um, so I would agree with this. I, I, I don't think we were ever in for somebody like Grimaldo. I think the idea is, is to bring in people that profile more like Dan Byrne. Yeah, I think the long-term yeah. goal is to play asymmetrical. I think they want a technical right back and then a tall, slightly different profiled left back because they want to mm. do this asymmetrical thing. It, that's what it looks like. Um, a lot of people are saying it. I agree with it. So I don't think we're going to go out and get super speedy, magical left left back like when we were linked with Renan Lodi. I think that's been binned. Um, I think we're going to go asymmetrical and I wouldn't be surprised if the left back we get in is going to be six foot plus little bit more aggressive um i can definitely see that happening but unfortunately because well, i do like grimaldo yes well i've just signed him on football manager um season hasn't started yet uh, but i have already brought in madison uh i have brought in grimaldo and i have brought in declan rice uh you, you put a few payments on the never never, have you there? Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I've, pay, I've, you, I'll I've, pay you a few p this window and a few. I, I, I have wheel, I, I have, I have wheeled <laughs> and dealed, Alex. But definitely, you know, I have to, I have to end this terrible run on Football Manager, and I have to try and do well. So I've got those three so far, uh, and um, you know, I've I've got rid of a few and things like that. So the season is about to, well, preseason is about to start, and I'm very excited. Uh, but let's go to our. Uh, Billy Kamara, uh, and see what the crack is at the early stages of the match. Billy? Yeah, Leicester started really well. Really physical. They're playing a high-intensity press game. And they forced Allison to come out and clear twice uh, out of his box. They looked the better side at the minute. Liverpool, not quite at the races just as yet. They have been complaining about referees and Klopp's already had a go at the fourth official and we're only 11 minutes oh. in. Hey, yeah, man, this this is ridiculous. Uh, honestly, uh, do they look rattled, Liverpool? They do that. They're running around like headed chickens now, trying to get the ball back in the Leicester half. Forty-three percent of the game has been in the Leicester, uh, Liverpool final third, which wow. and Leicester through now. Actually, Harry Barnes left hand side, going to Van Dijk, going to Kunati, Sorry, on the outside into Vardy. Vardy's got a chance. Good save, Alisson. Damn. Oh, it's close. Right, we'll be back to you shortly, Billy. Cheers, bud. So there you go. Uh, that was Billy. Uh, John Noble says, "Do you think Aaron Kowal's loan at Hearts should be cancelled?" Uh, and train with our first team. It's pointless cancelling it now, John, to be fair. I mean, it's the end of the season. Um, I think Eddie will get Garang back uh, for pre-season. Uh, he'll have a good look at him. Um, and I, I would think Alex Kowal will go back out on uh, on loan next season. and Probably the Championship would be the ideal place to go. Um yeah, I mean, it is really difficult. It, it's on my to-do list when I get some more time is to go and sit down and look at all of his minutes, have a look at when he's been subbed on, how he's playing, where he's been used. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what the problem is, whether it's physicality, consistency, uh, like instructions. But ideally, he, we, we know he's got talent and he just needs to play in a league that's reasonably good. 
um, where he can get 30 to 40 appearances and just yep. learn. And it's just not happening at the moment. If it's the wrong level for him, fine, whatever. Let's just, you know, Elliot Anderson had, a, you know, a much lower league loan spell and has been quite useful for us this year. So let's not diss the lower leagues. There is a lot of value in the right loan. He's still a very young boy, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, right, we're just putting a poll up. Um, and basically the question is, what type of left-back would you as a fan like to see come in? Um, so basically, like Trippier, which is attacking, uh, or like Dan Byrne, uh, hang on, like Byrne, which is what, Alex? Tall? So an attacking Trippier-like left-back or a tall yeah. Dan Byrne-like left-back? Obviously, if we're going to go for another burn-like left-back, it would have to be somebody younger, more technical, a bit more aggressive, can attack a bit more. But ultimately, you know, yeah, it's kind of, well, it's kind of like saying, do you want Digne as a left-back? Like, when Digne was playing really well, obviously mm. he's, he's struggling a bit now, but he was great. Um, or do you want somebody who profiles a bit more like Dan Byrne as a left-back? Well, that poll is up there now, so get voting, guys. It'd be interesting to see what kind of left-back you want to see come in. For me, personally, I want to see an attacking left-back because I think we'll see the best of, if Maxi stays at the club, we'll see the best of him. If he's got somebody overlapping and pinging the ball across, I think it makes it makes a very, very different player out of Maxi. Uh, just my personal opinion, but we don't have that overlap at the minute, and it does affect us. Um Brandon says, uh, buzzing to eventually catch a live show. It's been a while and it's my favourite show. Thank you very much. Uh, New Jersey Geordie says, this Hungarian kid uh, and the Turkish Messi fit our strategy of finding diamonds in the rough instead of throwing 120 million at a 30-year-old. Uh, chestnut checkers from our front office. Um, Still really expensive, though. He's, it's it's yeah. not like... Shobosla is not a, an unearthed gem. Mm. It's very well known how good he is. Um mm. Let's not forget he was part of the 4-1 demolition Hungary did uh, against Southgate's terrible England recently. Yeah. Uh, He's look, quite high profile. Yeah. Listen, I mean, when we're talking here, there is going to be other teams. You know, there's going to be other teams in for these players. And it's not just going to be Newcastle United. Uh, it will be, you know, we will be fighting and scrapping for all these players. We will have to do some seriously good negotiating to make sure that we get the players that uh, that we are aiming for. Um Jordy Lads says, are there still, still rumours that Real Madrid are going to go for Bruno? Let them try. Um, Irani Granny says, I've got a bone to pick with you, Ditchburn. I leave the TV on for my parrot. He's been watching TTA all, TTR all day. He now says XG and take your face for a shit. Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Whoops. Uh, uh, Call Me Swift says, Alex, have you seen that prospect from Barca, Philip Mebut? He looks like a cracking flair. Nice try, call me Swift, but we don't do that kind of crap on here. Uh, my friend supports Leicester, and we're watching the game together next Monday, and I hope we win, and that's the game that relegates them. Oh, well, happy. Uh, I'm sure your friend is very, very happy about that. Uh, JJ says, keep up the great work, Paul and guys. Great content again. Thank you very much. Uh, right, our first player of the evening is... Paolo Dybala, and I can say that name. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. Take it away, Alex. Yeah, so Paolo Dybala, or Bruno Dybala, his middle name's Bruno. I'm pretty sure he's got Ezekiel in there as well because he used to be in his FIFA name profile. Um, so this guy, 
in the last couple of seasons, it's not been as great because Juventus fell off a cliff. They sold Ronaldo. They, you know, they put all their eggs in one basket to try and win a Champions League. It didn't quite work. The squad fell to bits. Um, the cohesion fell to bits. The Perlo project didn't work. Yada, yada, yada. Dybala went to Roma because Mourinho is Mourinho. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is a kid that got in the team ahead of Messi for Argentina a few years ago or was playing with him next to him all the time. Yeah, he was literally back to back, back to back Juventus first place, Juventus first place. He, he was part of that scoring outrageous amounts of goals. He was on the front of FIFA covers and football magazines. This guy was literally one of the top five to 10 players in the world at periods of time in the last decade. Not all the time, but he, he's dipped in and out depending on form and what's been going on at club level. Um, do you want to? Do you want to know something really interesting as well? <laughs> His, well, well uh, I actually want to know what's happened to Dybala because he's just gone down. It, it, it's something's happened to him. Well, uh, look, if you can, well, if you can just talk for, talk for a few minutes, Alex, just while I put the right internet on, matey, please. Okay, no worries. Um, so, well, I'll I'll um, I'll set this up for you guys then, the viewers watching. Um, before I scroll down. He his closest profiling player that is statistically the most similar to him is somebody we're also linked with. So I'm not going to tell you yet. Have a little think to yourselves, and I'll obviously reveal it when we scroll down, and I'll get Paul to guess as well. Um, but uh, before, yeah, we've just got a ten ten dollar super chat in Alex from Tampa Toon. Thank you very very much, uh, Paul. YouTube is messing with Toon Reviews memberships. Uh, mine is cancelling every two to three weeks, uh, just and for your information, unless someone in my family is messing with me. Uh, first, I've heard of it. Um, if anyone else is having the same problem, let me know. Because, um, uh, yeah, uh, that shouldn't happen. Uh, go on, Alex, carry on. Uh, so, well, game for you as well as the, as well as the viewers, Paul. Um, what? Who is the the person that he profiles closest to? Because um, we Dybala. have. Yeah, he profiles close, closest to somebody who we have also been linked with. I'll let you think about that while we while we do more. So, um, wide forward, left, right, plays as a striker, played as a plays behind the striker, shadow striker, ten, anywhere. Pretty much, he can do a job anywhere on the front line. He's technically good enough, positionally good enough. Isn't quite got that physicality that m- might be necessary, but we might be able to get away with it. Again, you can always get away with it with one or two players in a team. Uh, it, it depends. It depends on how how well they can compensate in other areas and if they can still pull their weight to a point. Um, so goal contributions this season are immense. In sixteen hundred minutes, eleven goals, six assists is is it's just filthy. Um, he mm-hmm. is outperforming his xG, but he, he normally does because he's got a lot of quality. Four goals in the Europa League as well with one assist. Um, Twenty nine years old now. So th- this is it, really. This 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 is it. I could see him having a three or four year contract somewhere decent. Mm-hmm. Um, if he does want to move and then could see him fading into the back ends of Serie A or back to South America, potentially. Um, I, I don't know what's Palermo. happened to this guy, me. Uh, he was one of my, he's fine. Uh, he was, I know that, but he didn't, go, he didn't go off a cliff. It, it was Juventus. No, no, he's, he's just disappeared into the, he's not as like highly profiled as he, as he used to be. I don't know. No. You know, um, another important thing, set piece taker, left footed, Really, really important, versatile. Um, could be the inverted right winger, theoretically. Right, so let's scroll down and actually have a look at who the who the profile player is. Do you want to take a guess, Paul? Who do you think he profiles closest to? I mean, Christ, it could be anybody. Um, I mean, it, it gives it gives more legs to the links. To be fair, is there any but, chance of a, of a clue, please, Bob? There you go. Well, I've shown you now. 
Oh, Madison. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. So the fact it's Madison is is interesting, right? Um, considering we, we we know it's confirmed we were interested in Madison because we placed two bids, so we know that's real. So the fact that he profiles closest to him statistically, well, he also profiles with some absolutely fantastic <laughs> players, know, does he not? List. Read that. List. I mean, you know, Asensio, Brandt, Salah, Diaby, Messi, Sane, Son. Uh, I don't know who that Turkish guy is. Under under over. Uh, and of course, Neymar. Yeah, I mean, it gets it gets more interesting if I press forward. <laughs> so he's, he's still profiling extremely well. Griezmann's Holy on the list. I mean, Agüero and Messi. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of how he plays football, so passes and pass completions are, are, are reasonably high. Progressive passes are reasonably high. Um, he's not quite as dribbly as he used to be, mm. uh, but shot creating actions are in the top seven percent in Europe. His assists, his shots, um, he's just so um, just technically gifted. And then if we change it to forwards, if you do want to play him sort of alongside, sort of as a wide forward, as as we kind of use with with our system as well, he mm-hmm. could definitely play in this Miggy role or out left, I reckon, probably out right as an inverted um, right winger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he could always sort of float in behind the striker as well. The statistics here when you swap into a forward are just through the roof. Um, the kid's a monster. Still 29 years old, so there's plenty of plenty of time left. Go down and have a look at his career. So Palermo, when he became an adult, obviously won Serie A, got promoted, got his transfer after the first season of Serie A um, to Juventus, and then literally won back to back to back to back to back Serie A titles, dominated. Um, had a bit of a blippy season here where he got sort of, I mean, I say blippy season, it's still nine goal contributions. That's kind of what Maxi gets when he's mm-hmm. played a full season. But he's gone from sort of, you know, the goal contributions here are outrageous. It's t- typically more than 20 um, in the last couple of seasons. So his final season at Juventus, 10 goals, five assists is still in- incredibly useful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's more than like Miggy's got for us and Miggy's had the season of his life. Um, so this season for Roma, 11 goals, six assists, been playing really well for, uh, for Mourinho's team, even though he's not been playing as much recently. Um, so let's go and have a look. Oh, I have a, I have a little Easter egg to show everyone. You're all going to like this. So for anybody who's not been a fan for for, if anybody who's been a fan for a long time, then you you will know this. Let's just knock that value down. Mm-hmm. Um, so this little friendly game that he played in, like Argentina against Curaçao, uh, there is a funny player in the opposition lineup that I want to show everyone. It's not. It is. It is. So no. right, this is so this is their team. Yeah, this is the this is the Argentina team. If I scroll down, look who's in the middle for Curacao. <laughs> it's Anita. bloody Vernon Anita. I know, he's, and he actually he's... dropped a good rating as well. He had a solid game, to be fair. Let's just get rid of that. Wow, he had, he um, had a really good game. Yeah, uh, we've got a hundred um, Norwegian kroner in from Trolls. Thank you, Trolls, and uh, Peter Dolan, uh, ten pound super chat. He says, "I want a Franco Baresi type fullback." And no smart ass contradictions because he is without doubt the very best fullback in the world uh, history. And he was hard as whose feet? Uh, well, somebody's feet. Uh, yeah, carry on, Alex. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll drop down from that international game because there's no point. He did get an assist in it, but I don't think it counts against Curaçao. That's basically the um, the San Marino version of over there. Um, so. Roma against Sampdoria. He dropped a 9.2 and scored a penalty. Let's have a look. Uh, so, Mourinho system. 
uh, not wing backs for this game. He does like to, to sort of change it up. He's he's been he's had a lot of injuries recently. Dybala is currently injured as well until I think somewhere around the nineteenth of May. Um, so a four two three one in this system with El Shirawi and Pellegrini and Dybala as your three behind Abraham is filthy considering how solid Vinaldum and Matic would be in a Serie A midfield. This team he's built is monstrous. Um, I'm a big fan of it. So let's have a look at Dybala's stats that he, he dropped his nine point two on. Uh, so very lively heat map. You can see he's been involved in set pieces as well. Oh, set go pieces. Down and have a look. <laughs> oh, left footed yeah. as well. So his yeah. goal was from a pen. Expected assist was 0.75. So arguably he should have had an assist, but obviously people didn't finish their dinner. That's that's whatever. Probably Abraham's fault. You know what he's like. Um, so eight key passes. That's something Trippier does when he's on one or Maxi. Like that is outrageous. Eight key passes in the game. Really mm-hmm. tidy passing accuracy considering he's playing as a forward. Um, six accurate crosses, five accurate long balls, so many shots, all completed all of his dribbles, being quite physical, just an all-round performance, albeit against quite an average Sampdoria side. Uh, and look who he was against, funnily enough. Uh, Dybala's side, he got Harry Winks on that left side of the Sampdoria midfield. Harry Winks, um, I know hell. he's at Sampdoria. So there's so many funny players around Europe at the moment that have just English Jeez. players that have just disappeared. Uh, so game against Torino, scores a penalty again. He's a good penalty taker. Look, it's a pair of shoes. We've been linked with him as well. Uh, pair of shoes, it is no. indeed. So here we go. Mourinho back to wing backs with a 3 4 2 1. Uh, Dybala's not really been getting as much of a look in in this system recently because they've gone a bit defensive and mm-hmm. he's a little bit injured. Um, and Zalewski and Spinozola are brilliant wing backs as well. Um, so let's have a look and see how he did in this game. Uh, very, ridiculous heat map. He's everywhere because he's so technically good. He's used kind of all over the pitch. You can see he's been involved in, in set pieces again. Uh, we'll have a little look. So expected goals. That's his penalty. He got his goal. Um, 76% pass accuracy, a couple of key passes. Not quite as impressive, but tidy. Drew three fouls. Again, very technically gifted in in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hang on, I'm trying to scroll so I can get rid of one of these. So, recently, he's not been playing as much. Rating dropped off. He got injured. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, he's still fine. Um, and Roma have been pulling some out of the bag. They really have. Uh, against an inter-team, uh, they lost 2-0 against Inter, but let's not forget, this is an Inter team that I've, have got one foot in the Champions League final. Mm. So you can be forgiven to losing a game against Inter at the moment. Um, you can see he just basically shut the front door, the back door, the side door, the side gate. He's gone, well, I'm, that is that is Mourinho, that is. He's gone 3-5-1-1. You know, it's unfortunate that he's, I don't think he had Vinaldum fit for this game either. Uh, Dybala does not get a look in in this kind of game because he's gone full defensive. Mm-hmm. So he's come on as a substitute on 71 minutes. Um, he's tried to influence the game a little bit. You can see the kind of areas he's play. He's playing. This is where this is where we want to sign somebody. Either somebody to challenge Miggy or be better than Miggy or mm-hmm. play long staff or kind of float between the two. Um, he can play in that sort of area. Uh, so, and then the last game was Roma against Leverkusen. So this is them with one foot in the final of the Europa League. So, you know, Mourinho again won the conference league last year and he could, if he holds his nerve, get through to the, um, Europa League final. Leverkusen Mm -hmm. are no joke this year as well. They are monsters. Uh, let's go up to lineups. So, um, funny wingbacks again. But he's not. He's typically not favouring. He likes to go with his double prong attack uh, on occasion, and this is this is the kind of shape where Dybala doesn't really get a look in because of his wing backs. Um, that is also 
such a disgustingly strong um, Leverkusen side. We've also been linked with him, but he, he's an interesting left back. So Ooh. scroll down and have a look at Dybala. Replaced, replaced Balotti, plodded about a bit, 13 minutes, didn't get a chance to do much. It is what it is. You can see what he's about. He's very, very technically gifted, but it, in a Mourinho team... It's a funny role for him. There'll be certain games where he's going to be really, really important for Mourinho. And then there's going to be certain games where he's not used because he's not, you know, he's not what Mourinho yeah. wants in certain games because that's just what he's like as a manager. Is he an Eddie Howe player though? That's the question. Um, possibly. Possibly. Mm. I mean, you know, if Chris would sign for us, then anybody can sign for us realistically. So um, <laughs> 38 caps, yeah. three goals for Argentina. I mean, he's won the lot. He's just won the World Cup, for God's sake. He was on the pitch. Um, yeah, he's, he he's won yep. pretty much everything apart from the Champions League. Mm. Uh, so if we scroll on and have a look, I mean, talk talking about how, how good he used to be, his high, highest market value in 2018, he was rated at 110 million euros five seasons ago, which just goes to show how highly he was rated at one point in, in time. Mm. Um, uh, right. I, I just want to say something, Alex. Um, yep. uh, it, it, it may be a surprise to you, but I'm actually going to stick up for you here. Um, Peter's put a comment in saying he would love to see Franco Baresi type left back. Well, Franco Baresi was not a left back. He was a centre back for a start. He was a sweeper. Um, so you've got that wrong, Peter. Um, however, um, you then come out and say no contradictions from the smug number cruncher because he's without a doubt the best fullback ever. Well, you've made a right fool of yourself there because A, um, you're having a dig at Alex and I don't like that at all. Really? So, yeah, pack it I, in. I with do these... also watch football. I yeah, pack it in right now with all the derogatory comments, guys, because I'm getting a bit fucking fed up, to be honest. Uh, if, if you've got nothing good to say and you want to insult somebody, then don't bother putting anything in the chat. It's it's really pathetic, considering, Peter, you're a member. I would expect better from you. I really would. Please don't have a dig at anybody on this channel, because Alex does a fabulous job with what he does away from the camera, doing all of this and setting all this out for you and for your enjoyment to go through these players that are linked. No other channel does this as in-depth as we do, and that's because Alex puts the hard work in. He's got a full-time job as well, but he still puts his ass into gear to sort this out for your viewing, guys, right? Now, if, you, if you're not happy, don't, don't comment, right? It's pointless because uh, the majority of people on here watch this because they like the in-depth statistical stats of the players that we're looking at and what they could bring to Newcastle United. So I'm getting a bit, you know, there was one last night and another one, I'm getting a bit fucking pissed with it, right? So stop, please. Or you'll, or I'll just remove you from the channel, member or not. I'm not having people having horrible little digs all the time because yes, there's banter and we love the banter and we always will have the banter. But personal little snide remarks Ain't going ahead on this channel. I can tell you that for a start. So pack it in. Anyway, let's uh, let's head to Billy Bob. Uh, uh, Billy, what's the crack? About half an hour gone? Yeah, 31 on the clock, 32. Now, actually, uh, since we last spoke, Liverpool have taken total control of uh, territory oh, and, and possession. Yet, with all that territory and possession, they've not really created anything. They've had a shot into the side netting from Luis Diaz, who got in behind yep. Pereira. And about two minutes ago, Fabinho blasted one way over the bar from about 25 yards out. Apart from that, nothing really happening. Uh, well, I mean, is a draw good for us if it stays like this? Is is yeah. that good? Yeah. Well, Definitely. there you go. 
There you go. Gone for that over the over the top ball again. And Lewis Dez is in. Now it's Henderson. They've got a chance here. Liverpool. Salah's gone for the far oh. post. Curtis Jones won the Liverpool. Curtis Jones. Oh! Bollocks, we've come to you totally the fucking wrong time. I knew it. Oh, damn it. Goals as they go in on the tune review, guys. It doesn't get better than that. That, uh, long, ball, that long ball tactic again they used against us while Feces caught way out of position. Oh, well, uh, there's a surprise. What the hell? Why were we ever linked with Wout Feces, by the way? He is one of the worst centre-backs I have seen in the Premier League this season. There is no doubt about it. He is literally living up to his name. He is dog dirt. I mean, my God. Shocking. Shocking. Oh, well, never mind. Billy, thanks for that fabulous news. Uh, we'll catch up with you again soon, buddy. Okie dokie. God damn it. I mean, really? Um, never mind. Um, uh, Alan says Thursday night's referee is none other than Robert Jones from Liverpool. Yes, I saw that earlier on today. Um, keep a close eye on his decision making. Yes, uh, um, you know, but I don't think many Newcastle fans have took to Twitter like Man United fans did when Michael Oliver was refereeing them. Um, but we will be keeping a very, very close eye on him, uh, no doubt about it. Um, oh, it's a VAR check. Oh, hang on, let's go back to Billy. VAR check, Billy. Yeah, he looks. He just looks on to me, but yeah, they're checking for possible, possible offside. It's uh, oh, Lewis Diaz. Maybe Watt had a good offside trap. Maybe he did a good move. Oh, please, oh, he went over please. his head. He had, a chance, so had a chance, he had a chance to clear it and then didn't. But they actually gave him a goal, goal allowed. 1-0 oh, Liverpool. Oh, well, never mind. Cheers, Billy. Okie dokie. So there you go. 1-0 to Liverpool. Not not the score we wanted. Uh, Reese says, Alex seems like a top bloke, so just cut it out. Exactly. He is a top bloke. I know me and Alex have our debates on here and they get a bit... You know, they get a bit salty, but that's what it's all about when you're passionate about football. Um, but me and Alex don't fall out. It, it, you know, he's one of my best mates, and we do, but people don't agree on everything at the same time. But I will not have insults flying. I, I will not have personal insults. Ultimately, ultimately. I mean, I, d I don't need defending, but I do appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. But, you know, in November, the, the club themselves signed a deal with Statsbomb and spend a lot of money on mm. data analysts, scouts, people that do what I do on a far more professional level, um, because I'm not a professional, I'm a fan, same as everyone. Um, There's nothing wrong with stats. Stats is how the game is is played right now, completely. Um, whether you like it or not, it's how football is. Well, of course, it, no, but that's not the point, Alex. A lot of people like what you do, as you can see, the, the comments coming in. And I, I'm just fed up of it, to be honest, because we all yeah, do it's our... It's always bit. the odd one, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but we all do our bit behind the scenes for the channel. And there's a reason why I brought you on, why I brought Billy on, Jack, etc. We've all got our qualities, and that's why the channel works. Everybody keeps commenting how well we bounce off each other and we've, we do different things. But I will not have personal insults going on anybody. Uh, Arani Granny, thank you for your £20 super chat. Uh, the Granny says, get some beers for Alex. So there you go. Um, I mean, listen, when you force Arani Granny to open that wallet, then Jesus Christ. Uh, Pilar Kisses, I love your stat. Oh, uh, sticking up for your co-host, good on you. Uh, well said, Paul. Uh, we love all that you do, Alex. Uh, Chipper simply says, idiots, please F off. Uh, Swankzilla says, the first Paul rant that I can get 100% behind. Good man. Uh, Tampa Toon, thank you for your 
10 pound, uh, sorry, $10 super chat. Uh, Billy's going ballistic. Um, don't mess with these stats, man. The dude works hard for these shows. Absolutely. Let's go back to Billy Bob. Yeah, it's another Curtis Jones goal there. This one looks offside, though. VAR, I'll check in. But this one looks offside to me. Are you going to... Uh, uh, it's, it's a brilliant you, finish, but it looks just off, just offside, but it's very close. It's a great finish from Jones, to be fair. Are you actually going to bring us any good news tonight, Billy? I mean, I you know. I'm hoping to, but I'm hoping this is going to be good news now because he just looks a, a micrometer offside. Just tell course, us it's been disallowed. I mean, that, that... it's it's Liverpool, isn't it? So you, can, you never know. They might shrink his feet or whatever, but he, he, he looks slightly ahead of Johnny Evans, to be honest. Yeah, but it is Liverpool. So remember, you've got the Liverpool, uh, the few inches that a Liverpool are allowed during a VAR check, remember? Well, I'm amazed I haven't got the lines oh, out already because this is the only way this is going to get disallowed. He's got to get the lines out. Well, we we <laughs> we know that even the lines don't dictate that sometimes. They haven't brought the lines out. Goal given. 2 0 Liverpool. Oh, piss off! Unbelievable. It, right. Okay. What's your honest opinion, Billy? Was it offside? Yes, I thought it was. Now, oh, it's nearly three as well. Great save from Everson. Oh, Liverpool are this... now dominating, and this goal difference that we have at the minute could be over <laughs> at this rate. Oh, well. well, maybe it's next time we come back to you, Billy. Uh, you know, they'll have got two goals back. We have four half-time, we 2-2. Two, two. That was offside for me. Absolutely. Oh, well, there you go. Cheers, Billy. There you go. So, 2-0 Liverpool. Uh, uh, Stephanie says, Alex is so knowledgeable, it's unbelievable with stats, and he seems like a lovely person. There's no need. Indeed. Um I mean, let's not go over the top here for Alex. You know what I mean? I, I, I was, you know, <laughs> let's. <laughs> uh, I'm only joking. Um, who's the next player, Alex? Oh, we're not finished with the bar yet. Oh, we're not. No. Okay. All right. It's, there you it's go. Still important uh, information left. Okay. I do apologise. There you go. Right. How much do you think this kind of player would cost realistically? How much he will cost? Mm-hmm. Now, I'd probably say probably around 25 mil. All right. So, this is the important information here. So, release clauses 20 million euros for Italian clubs and a rumored 12 million euros for foreign clubs. Well, I'd seen the, so, I mean, I'd seen the 12 million uh, last, um, last week, but I, I, I thought that can't be right. That just can't be right. It's been reported in many, many places. Um, the fact that it's also on transfer marked gives it a bit more weight. His mm. agents are relatives. He does. He's not got professional representation. Um, so, if there's any truth in this, we could end up dropping something like forty to sixty on a Shabaslai and getting Dybala for twelve million euros. Yeah. All of a sudden, we've got two players who have won league titles and are used to European and international football. We've suddenly got that depth of quality. Yeah. Um, regardless of whether he only plays 15, 20 games, whether he doesn't fit the system for every game, you know, it's uh, he'd be an absolutely incredible acquisition. So I would love him at the club. I think he's insane. He's incredible. But yeah, right. there you go. That, that's the bar. That was the last bit. Okay, there you go. Um, Rachel says she loves you as well, Alex. Uh, you there know, you go. Uh, uh, Sophia, good evening. Hope you're well. Uh, very late again. What's going on? Um, Terracy says, I come to this channel largely because of Alex. Well, thank you. All right, right. How are you? Uh, not to say I don't value the banter and camaraderie from the others. Well, there you go. Uh, um, jeez. Um, 
Mary says, Alex is one of the, our own. We defend our own. You don't like the content? Feck off. Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, Paul says here, did you see where the green line was drawn for that Liverpool goal? It was three foot in front of them both. Dodgy as F. Well, there's a surprise. There is a complete surprise. Um, Davey, good evening. Alex is a massive part of the channel, along with Billy Jack and your good lady, Paul. Uh, best on YouTube by Miles and Miles. Uh, Roy is not happy uh, with Liverpool, it's fair to say. Uh, but let's get our next player up here. And it is Lucas Moura. And I can see his name. But before you do, Alex, we've got five pound super chat from Peaky Boo. Uh, love Alex's stats. He explains double pivots, XG, team tactics in a great way. His knowledge is what brings me back time and time again to this channel. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. Uh, nobody's mentioned what a, you know, considering, you know, the, the host, um, you know, being my channel and stuff like that. But, you know, we'll, we'll gloss over I mean, it. You do uh, normally get those plaudits. I so. do bloody not. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Lucas Moura, Alex, I think people might be surprised that he's in this tonight. Well, I mean, he's been linked. So he I, mean, has. I, can't, I can't remember where he's been linked. He's been linked via Fichajes. So he's been linked by foreign media. Uh, do Think of that what you will. This is going to be a harder one because, to be completely honest with you, I don't know because he doesn't really have any stats. He's not been playing. He's not. I don't think he's made a senior appearance this season. Um, that, that's of any note. He's not made any. I don't think he's started any games. I think it's thirteen um, appearances. Not. It's nothing. To, I don't think he's even started. Mm. So, um, he's got no statistical data here. He's not played enough minutes. I can't show you how he's profiling at the moment. We, we know how he used to play. He used to be one of those really, really aggressive, energetic, ratty little Spurs forwards with the famous Ajax hat trick. Really, well, I, really I was going to mention the Ajax game, Alex. Um, that, that was one that stood out to me because he, he basically got Tottenham through the final on his own because yeah. they were down and out. But the, the issue is, you know, this kid peaked very young. He was a PSG wonder kid. He was with PSG for a long time before he ever stepped foot on these shores. Um, and he's been in, he's been incredible for a long time. But it's uh, is I think this is probably one that's a bit past it. If if we'd have been linked with him, so do you remember? Do you remember the January when we were looking at players like Lingard and, and stuff like that? I felt yeah. like if it was ever going to happen, it was that January. I think I think it's gone now. It's done. I think we're looking we're looking at better than this. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't feel like we should spend too much time on it. You know, he's going to be by the time the season starts, he's going to be thirty-one. Yeah, he's not the most physical. He's not. Is he going to have many like much in terms of legs left and output? Debatable. It's hard to even tell you whether whether he can or he can't. If mm -hmm. we scroll down and have a look at uh, this season, so he's played. Uh, he's made four starts in in for Premier League two uh, Tottenham basically, and he's made thirteen appearances, only one hundred and twenty seven minutes, no starts in the Prem. Um, so he he's not really done a lot <coughs> in terms of this season, um, and it has but he has been slowly sort of reducing in minutes, like he was going from um, over two thousand to under two thousand in those two seasons, and then absolutely pretty much nothing this year. Um, so it has fallen off. As you can see, this was the early start I talked about. He peaked very early. He was brilliant at PSG from a young age. Very important in their squad. Yep, yep. Um, it was responsible for all of this back here. Um, and if we have a look at what he's done. So this, this is him. Uh, this is his sofa score. Here he is. 
Let's put that down. Oh, he can't get much lower. His value can't get much lower than it is right no, now. No, no, I, I think he's affordable. Um, I, I think oh, he's affordable. Look at all this. It's so bad. All right, so let's have a look. Obviously, everybody who watches you know, other football will see he had an absolute mare. I think he came on and got sent off, didn't he? Uh, where is he? Where is he, where is he, where is he? There we go. 90 minutes. And I th- did he, get, he did get a red card, didn't he? Error led to goal. I can't remember. If he got, I, th- I thought he got a red card. Um, abysmal, abysmal performance. Didn't really do anything. Just came on as a sub. Well, it was, um, he was he was only on for a couple of. Minutes. Oh, it was. Oh, sorry, it was the Everton game. He got sent off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the fact that you come on and get a four point eight is how do you get that low when you've only just entered the field? It's it's because he, well, he made a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this was the one he got his red card. Um, he played eight minutes and managed to get sent off. Error leading to goal as well. Um, oh no, that's the other game. Sorry, I'm looking at the same thing. My mistake, do apologise. Uh, let's find his stats for this game. Uh, and of course, he, he, he as Jimmy J points out, he is good friends with, uh, with 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 Bruno as well. Well, yeah, but you know, but talent, then again, talent so knows talent. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's just not a lot gone on here apart from the red card. He he, he won a aerial duel. Um, he made one pass, touched the ball three times, and then got sent off. Um, yeah. Awesome. Th- there's not really a lot to go on here. So we might as well move on and have a look at his transfer marked. Um, it is a real shame. I don't want to badmouth this guy because I thought he was brilliant sort of four or five yeah, years ago. Yeah, he's had but... his day, Alex. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't see us going for him. 35 caps for Brazil, four goals, um, a wealth of experience. But I think this is one that's kind of, you know, I mean, you, you can see the value there. It's just gone, oof, just fallen off a cliff. Mm. He's, he's um, although... I didn't actually. Re- I forgot about that. Is a free agent. I, I can. I can see this being sort of a. He's going to end up at a, a Marseille or a. I can see that kind of transfer for him. I don't know why. It's just just in my head. I can see him in Lee Gun somewhere again because he's been there before. Um. I mean, yeah. I think this is a no-no. Although, who's his player agent? If he wants to load. Uh, they represent. Oh, look, they got lots of funny Brazilians. They've got uh, Gabby Gol, Anthony. Yeah, I mean, they've got a few. They've got Fabinho, the right winger, not not the one from the Premier League. A uh, Pato's in there as well. Very Pato. nice. Yeah, he he. Uh, do you remember that he was he was going to be a, a huge star, and he just faded away, didn't he? Pato. He was all right for AC Milan, but it yeah. did fade away eventually, yeah. didn't it? Um, so, yeah, we might as well get rid of the screen. Lucas Moira, no. I'm saying no. I reckon probably 99% of the viewers will also say no, mm. and you probably, Paul. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't fill me with any excitement, him. Uh, but like you say, he has been linked. We take a look at him and see maybe what he could bring, but I, I, I don't think he'd bring anything. I think he's had his day. Um, he was fabulous for PSG. <laughs> But he he's was just absolutely. He... Moira has an assist for Liverpool. Yeah, that's technically. Yeah, true. he does. Yeah, he does have an assist for Liverpool. Um, but I, I remember him for PSG. Uh, he was absolutely fabulous for them. So he much pace and wicked outside foot shot. He used to just. Do you remember what Glenn Johnson used to do and hit the crossbar? Yeah, yeah. Um, or or yeah. Davide Santon for us. He would cut in, hit the crossbar. Um, Lucas Moira would do it, but score. <laughs> He wouldn't hit the crossbar. He would score regularly. He was incredible at it. Yeah. Um, uh, Wes says, if Livy, Livy Arpool, uh, edge it, I think Man United will drop to fifth. Could honestly go down to goal difference, especially with Liverpool having Southampton last game. Uh, I think we'll see it through and get third. 
Yeah, I've always said I'd be more worried if I was a Man United fan. Uh, Alan says, come on, Paul, everyone knows you are second only to Daisy around here. <laughs> to a cow? Thank you very much. Uh, Roper says, Paul, you're amazing too and such an amazing host. Thank you. Uh, don't worry, you're amazing too, Paul. Keep up the great work. Uh, thank you. Uh, Simon says, you nip out the room for five minutes and two goals have gone in. I know, uh, but if you're playing as bad as Leicester City, um, you know, it is uh, sadly... Uh, they look like they are going down as well. Uh, Billy, half time yet? Got about 17 seconds of the four minutes of added on time. It's been non stop Liverpool since the goals went in. Basically, Leicester have shown no fight whatsoever. This is a team getting relegated without any shadow of a doubt. And one good thing about it is we've got to play them. Uh, 10 minutes, yeah. they look competitive without really creating a lot. Uh, but since then, they've been absolutely diabolical and Liverpool have taken control. Without getting out of second gear, it's now half time. Well, we we did say yesterday, didn't we, that the, the Leicester looked like the down tools, and uh, from what you're saying, Billy, it looks like that's exactly the case at the minute. Yeah, as soon as Liverpool started putting a bit of attacking intent, they just faded. They just shrunk. Um, they've been shocking since the tenth minute. Jesus. Well, we'll catch up with you, Billy. If we're still, well, we will be on on for uh, you know into the second half, so we'll catch up with you shortly. Oh, good hockey. Cheers, bud. So there you go, 2-0 uh, at half-time uh, from the King Power Stadium. Not the score that all the Newcastle fans were hoping for, uh, but my God, Leicester uh, just gone to hell. Just gone to hell. Um, Magic Moore says, if you can't get in that Spurs team, then you're no good for Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, David wants you to go against uh, Simon Jordan. Uh, well, he won't come on the channel, so... Uh, it's about time since unfortunately Mora peaked at 20 play, playing for San Paulo. Uh, still better than Fraser, so I'd not say no. Uh, he was good for PSG. PSG days. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome for PSG. Uh, he really was. Uh, Johnny Howie man says, unbelievable demise of Leicester City. Just shows how recruitment of the right players is fundamental. Um, look, I didn't have Leicester to get relegated this season. I thought they had a good enough team to stay up. Um, I think... You know, people going on about Brendan Rodgers saying what a, a brilliant manager he is. I think he's he's done a shite job for Leicester this year, given the players there. Um, but uh, they are paying for it, I guess. Uh, Stiff Gator says, Mora will be looking for one big final paycheck. He's not here to compete anymore. He's not a Trippier type of mentality. Could, could be I mean, Trippier came off yeah. the back of a La Liga win. Moira is coming off the back of what? Being basically uh, Ryan Fraser at Spurs. Being a Tottenham, yeah, uh, you know, that's bad enough, really, isn't it? Uh, right, next player is Connor Gallagher. Interesting. I thought, I thought we'd swing back around to him because he's been linked by the Daily Mail today. He has, yes. Um, there were quite a lot of interesting names. I mean, we do need to try and ramp up the transfer shows because there's so many interesting names. We've got we've been linked with a few City and Manchester United youngsters, we've been linked with some. Um, I think some Danish players. We, we've got a few random links floating around that are really, really interesting. We've got um, another left back that we've also been linked with that I've not mentioned, but I will save them for another day. We'll finish it on Conor Gallagher because I feel like we've looked at him and we've all gone, eh, Joe Willock's better, which is fine. Whatever, we can say that. We're talking about squad depth now, though, aren't we? You know, we are. We, we are. can't talk about all these players who are... Uh, you know, all these wonderful players who are going to come in at the start of 11. We have to build a squad. If Whatever European competition we are in next season, we need a squad. Therefore, you know, it's not just the big names we need to talk about. It's, it's, the, it's the players that are going to come in and build up a squad. 
Exactly. This I think this is a kid that if he gets a run of games, like a proper run of games in a team, would excel with with tactics, instruction, um, work ethic. I think it fits our system down to a T. Um, I, I do think players like Joe Linton and Joe Willock have overshadowed him this year, but Chelsea has been an absolute dumpster fire. And I do feel sorry for some of the young, the young English Chelsea lads there. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't have to be English, anybody really. Um, so realistically, he's on £50,000 a week. We could double that and he wouldn't be our highest earner. We could give him wages that would, you know, progress him in his career. Um, contracted until 2025, two years left. Look, Chelsea are going to be in a massive world of hurt financially unless they shift some assets. This is somebody who's come through the academy who was effectively on their books free. If they can get a reasonable fee for him, I think they will take it because they need to they need to clean house. They're, you know, they're in a mess. So this is something that could be good for both clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's um, He would count as homegrown, not homegrown at club, but he would count as homegrown. Um so he would tick that box. He's still at 23. So he's still sort of at that Joe Willock age bracket where he might peak in two to three years time anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, would, I think he, he'll, despite playing a bit more like Joe Linton and Joe Willock, he is a bit more right-sided. He would, would prefer to play in that sort of long staff position and wants to drive on the right-hand side. Has played in, in the 10 as well at Palace, as we know. So let's scroll down and look how he profiles. And I think you will guys will be pre- pleasantly surprised to see we've got Bellingham and Joe Linton as the first two he's profiling as in terms of where he's spiking Tasty. statistically. Tasty. Yeah. I know people don't like Fred, but he does he always profiles very well. Yusuf Fafana is somebody we've been linked with uh, as well, Goretzka we got linked with once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Kamada we got linked with I remember we did a transfer Rabiot. show on him. Rabio, we've been linked with. Jusby yeah. Hall, we've been linked with. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people on this list, you, you can see what our scouting department have been doing because they've been looking at players who profile a certain way and mm. who have a certain skill set. Um, so, I mean, statistically, kid's a monster. Progressive passes received, he, he stays high up. Lots lots of touches in the attacking penalty area. Extremely high successful take-on rate um, in the top, in the, well, the 87th percentile. Progressive carries is major, major high. Uh, progressive passes is also really healthy. Um, could do with tidying this up a little bit, but he's it's more than fine in terms of passes and, and pass completion rate. Shot volume is nice. At, well, I say nice and healthy. It's ridiculous. It's very, very high. This is a lad that a lot of people have written off and, and say it is not going to get a look in because they've signed players like Zhao Felix on loan and all of this. Profile-wise, incredible from 1900 minutes. Defensive output is through the roof as well. Mm. I mean, if you're going to try and build a, a, a right-sided version of Joe Willock slash, slash Joe Linton, Sean Longstaff that can be high energy, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of Conor Gallagher, really. Mm. He's not got that technical ceiling um, like a like a Tielemans or a Madison that we've talked of, but this kid's far more about about energy. Um, so scroll down and have a little look. Uh, he did manage. 33 starts at Palace. He got 15 as well uh, this season. He's had more starts than I thought, to be fair. Uh, let's go. I mean, look, I, I don't, I think this season, <laughs> I'm not paying too much attention to this season, to be honest, because Chelsea <laughs> is just in an absolute, it's an absolute carnage show down there. Um, you know, the, the, the managers, the, the, the players that brought in, you know, if you're a young player like Conor Gallagher, you're looking around going, well, <laughs> what the hell is going on? You know, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, you can look. Obviously, this is a result of Frank Lampard coming back in. I'm 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 sure of it. But 
Um, the game against Brighton sandwiched in between the two Real Madrid fixtures. He got tasked with being the number 10 mm. um, in front of Zakaria and Enzo Fernandez. He, he was the guy to try and to try and link, pull the strings to either spread it out to Mudrik and Pulisic or, or be even behind Sterling. He was the guy. He managed to score in that fixture as well. And we know how good Brighton are. I mean, we've, we've got to play them and are quite scared of them. Um, heat map. He's everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Look at that. Crazy. Uh, he got his goal. Uh, 60 touches, very, very, very tidy with the ball here, which goes to show kind of contradicts his um, stats here uh, in terms of his pass completion rate and everything. So when he wants to, more than capable of being tidy and against a Brighton side, to miss one pass against a Brighton side when you're in number 10, Mm. that's not bad. That is really, really tidy. So he's definitely capable. Uh, One shot on target obviously was his goal. Really, really challenged physically. You know, he'd probably have pa- Pascal Gross and Solly Marsh and Caicedo all over him all game. Um, still came out looking respectable in the ground duels um, and the aerial duels completed all of them. So, you know, he, he does what he says on the tin. It's, we all kind of know what Conor Gallagher is. You can probably watch about half an hour of Conor Gallagher and you know exactly what kind of player he is. He is. He's one of them. Um, so here he is set up in the left side of a 4-3-3 in midfield. Scored again. Profiled uh, really well. Uh, got really really high rating in terms of a 7.7 is extremely high heat mm-hmm. map crazy crazy just everywhere um god i'm sounding like jack now with my adjectives i need to get a thesaurus um 88 pass don't, complete don't be having a good jack he's not even on the show sublime <laughs> i mean i'll, I'll say a jack with well, this this guy has been sublime in the in the recent games that he's been you know considering how much of a frustrating season this kid must have had he yeah, could have absolutely yeah. he, he mentally could have you know how many footballers have we seen that have really struggled mentally and they've had dips mm-hmm. in form and this has gone wrong that's gone wrong mm-hmm. this kid has just come back and started playing really well straight mm-hmm. away no blip which is hats off to him. It's really impressive. You can imagine how hard it's been around to be at, at Chelsea at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Put in a really, really tidy performance, lots of touches, high passing accuracy, tried to get stuck in, in the jewels here, did get his goal. If I can scroll down, that would be nice. A couple of fouls, drew a couple of fouls as well. A few tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go and have a look at the important bits. So six caps for England, although I do think he was very fortunate to receive his last one. Um, Oh, I don't see this before. Why, why have we got? Why have we got a different graphic? Where's this come from? Oh, it's because I've accidentally clicked on market value. No, we don't want that. All right, scroll down. So um, we've already seen this. We don't really need to look at this. Contracted until 2025. He does have a couple of brothers. If we want to go and pick up some some younger Gallagher's from Dorking Wanderers and Rains Park Vale, but probably not. Um, so let's have a look at his. Um, Player agent, that's the whole reason we're on this page. Let's go and have a look. So, Joel Veltman, you've got uh, not many people. I'm trying to think of people we we've we will have dealt with in the past. Um, mm. Didn't we have something to do with Lou Barry at some point? Or was that... Uh, not was in that, my yeah. recollection. I'm, I've never heard of Lou Barry, Louis Barry. I think he was something to do. I think we were linked with him or something. I can't remember. So, I'm not sure there's anything we've sort of touched before in terms of transfer dealings no. so i don't know if we've got much um sort of experience with this agent uh, let me just have a look at louis barry because i could swear he's from Sutton coalfield where has he played uh okay i think it was west was it west brom i could have sworn we were linked with him at one point a few years ago but yeah conor gallagher 
Um, again, the fact that he's profiling is Jude Bellingham and Joe Linton, and the fact that Joe Linton is next to Bellingham is hilarious. Uh, that is absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um, it, it really is. Look, uh, Conor Gallagher for me would be a, a definite yes, because, you know, as we've been talking about, we're talking about squad depth. And, you know, to have Conor Gallagher as part of the squad uh, would improve us dramatically compared to what's already at the club. You've got to think, yeah, we've got a very good 11. We've got some through what, four or five decent substitutes, we need more guys. We need more. We need quality. And I'm not. I'm not paying any attention to this season for Conor Gallagher because it's been an utter shit show uh, at Stamford Bridge this season. Uh, that is why you know you, you you can't really pay any attention to to what's gone on this season. Um, Peter says, uh, even in Paul and Alex, would you take Vardy from Leicester? Uh, no, he's had he's had his time. Uh, Vardy. Is, is done now. Um, I can see Billy shaking his head as well. Uh, no, uh, not a chance. He, listen, I think if Leicester go down, Vardy stays there anyway. Um, I think he, he's still got a lot to offer, certainly from a championship level, definitely, uh, if he's going to try and help Leicester get back into the Premier League. Uh, Lawrence has come up with a good point. Uh, says it's mad that four years ago, uh, we lost Perez to Leicester due to our lack of ambition. Uh, we could now seal Champions League football whilst they could be relegated next Monday. It's it's madness how football turns around like that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think they have been very unlucky. It's been... So, you know, they, they were recruiting well. They kept losing their best players ever since their title win. Mm. Um, and they always managed... You know, they, they lost Danny Drinkwater. I know he was awful after he left Leicester, but he was very good for Leicester. So Drinkwater, Kante, Mares. You know, the list goes on and, and, and Maguire, despite what you say about how he did, was very good for Leicester when he was there. He's been awful after Leicester, but he was great when he was there. Um, so, it, you know, they just didn't, they replaced well enough for a time. And then when it didn't work, you got, you got players like, um, <coughs> oh, what's his name? Ndidi and stuff. Um, you know, Samare didn't quite work out. A few, mm. a few injuries, a few retiring players, um, and then people like Soyuncu and stuff. Just their form for you know he was good for a season and then his form tanked. It is a combination. Well, of listen, factors. I mean Soyuncu and Face. I mean Jesus wept. I mean, I think that was unfortunate though. I think what Fast was profiling really well in in Ligue 1. Sometimes, mm. sometimes it's a gamble. You know, yep. visually he played well in France. Um, statistically, he played well in France. It was a gamble. It didn't work. Um, he's not been good enough. He he has single-handedly dropped them a lot of points. Can you imagine um, we got him instead of Botman, Alex? It's frightening. I don't think it would have been instead of, but we, we did look at him, yeah. which is concerning. <laughs> uh, Dan says, if you had to choose, would you pick Madison or Shabozhlai? I'd pick Shabozhlai, 100%. So would I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but why not get them both? Hell, let's just do it. Um, you know, uh, if I was the manager, I would be, uh, you know, doing what I've done on Football Manager and took Chucky out on quite a lot of these players. Um, but it doesn't work like that in real life. Uh, Gallagher is a good player, says Foxy. English, obviously much better options out there and cheaper. Gallagher would seem like a lazy signing for us. Not after seeing them stats, I don't agree with that, Foxy. But again, your opinion, mate, I, I just think... As a as a squad player coming in, I think it'd be it'd be fine. Um, he's he's a very very good player. Uh, Toon Gremlin, good evening. Uh, just uh, working later, just got onto the show. Um, Ian says Gallagher is good, but who's he an improvement on? 
Well, it doesn't really matter because we're building the squad. It's not well, it's, it's not a case of an improvement of. We know who needs to go. But listen, tomorrow night's show is all about that, of who we all think. Um, a, we think, or, well, I'll rephrase that, who we think should be leaving, but also um, realistically who will be leaving. So it'll be a good show tomorrow night with the four of us and we'll all have our lists there about what players we want out and... Uh, and why, you know, we've got to have reasons why as well. It's no point just sitting here going, well, one such and such out and no reason. You've, you've got to have a reason for wanting them to, to, to leave. Um, I think there's a, there's a few that we probably will all put down. There's a few that we will all have that are very, very different, I guess. Uh, JT says, Connor Gallagher. Now there's a player, definitely a how type player too. Love to see him in the black and white shirt. But then Simon says, I don't fancy this kid. We can do a lot better, I reckon. Um, look, I, I mean, Gallagher's done well, both at West Brom and Crystal Palace. He, I mean, uh, Vieira, he, he harped on about him so much, about what a good player he was. And even Thomas Tuchel did say that when he came back, you know, before it all went pear-shaped at Chelsea. He did say when he was on, on loan at Chelsea, he was going to be in his plans for this season. Um, yeah, so I could see Palace going in big for him again because obviously Wilfred Zaha is going on a free at the end of this season. Palace are gonna have to try and um get his output from somewhere because he's been scoring sort of 10 plus per season for a while, Mm -hmm. contributes a lot. I know a lot of people don't like him, but he does put up, he does, he does walk the walk for Palace, regardless of whether he does sometimes he does silly things. Um, so I reckon I could see Palace going. I could see him dropping 40 plus million on somebody just to try and plug the hole. And if they get it wrong, I could see them going down as well. Um, depends if they lose somebody like Elise. Uh, but I don't think they could afford that. If they they can't have, they can't lose Zahara on a free and then sell Elise. I think they're going to be in all kinds of trouble, Palace, if they do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tim says Madison and Tielemans not good enough for us from what they're showing tonight. Well, Tielemans, the links with Tielemans have disappeared off the face of the planet. But look, Madison, I mean, look, you can't just base it saying they're not good enough on just tonight's game. Leicester have down tools. You know, it's it's blatantly obvious that the confidence is rock bottom. They can't see a way out of the situation that they're in. And they're heading out of the Premier League. Um, you know, but, but when you're in a team like that, there's no confidence. Look, we've seen it with Newcastle. When, when we've just, we've had very, very good players in the team but the team don't gel and we get relegated. Look at the last time we went down, what a team we had when Rafa was in charge. Um, you know, some of those individual players in that team were, were fabulous, but it didn't gel as a team throughout the season, mainly because of Steve McLaren. But, you know, it, it the manager's no, no, we'll got to... that down. The fact that Vinaldum and Sissoko started in that team and then like four years later faced each other in a Champions League final mm. for Tottenham and Liverpool just goes yeah. to show we had a solid team. We just had a terrible manager. Absolutely. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Right. Uh, before we end the show, let's take a trip down to Billy Bob uh, Kamara and uh, see how the second half has started. Billy. It's moving. The first half, Leicester had a really good chance after about a minute of the second half. James Madison cleaned through uh, right-hand corner of the quadrant of the penalty box. One-on-one with the keeper straight at Allison. Since then, yeah. Liverpool has started to take a bit more control again. Leicester really aren't at the races. Their, their heads have dropped. Then Mm. Yeah, they, they haven't got the, they've got the quality, but not the uh, mental aptitude, it looks like to me. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Billy. Very much appreciated. No problem. 
so there goes Billy. Uh, and of course, Billy will be back on tomorrow night with us uh, for the uh, who who goes. Um, I mean, I don't know really what to call what the hell to call that show tomorrow. I'm gonna have to come up with something. Um, but it will be at eight o'clock again tomorrow night. Uh, thank you very much to everyone that has uh, been watching tonight over 700, which is fabulous. Um, if you have enjoyed the show, don't forget, guys, to hit the thumbs up. It is massively important to us. And, of course, if you're new, uh, please do hit the subscribe button. Uh, it's fantastic being a part of this channel. Everyone in the chat will, um, will vouch for that, probably apart from Peter Dolan, who uh, got told off tonight. But you know what? It is. Uh, it happens from time to time uh, when passions start to rise. Uh, but uh, thank you very much to everybody who's become members and, uh, of course, uh, Super Chats tonight and, of course, to the Mod Squad uh, for another fantastic uh, uh well, overseeing of the chat, I guess, is what you, the, the words you'd use. Uh, but we will do plenty more uh, transfer shows now, all between now and all through the summer, of course, because it is exciting. You know, whether we get these players or not, it doesn't, you know, the players that we are being linked with is just fantastic. Uh, it, you know, and you, you start imagining them playing at St. James's Park and you think, wow, you know, not long ago, uh, we just lost the plot and, and, and we weren't anywhere near where we are now. And it's it's fabulous for us fans. Uh, now, the result of the poll is very, very interesting. Um, I did miss, of course, the results of the poll last night. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, however, tonight's poll is what type of left back would you as a fan like to see come in? Would you like to see a, uh, a, a fullback like Trippier? Or a fullback like Dan Byrne. A well, left back. This, this well, yes, a left back. Yes, yes. Um, overwhelmingly, eighty-eight percent of you of four hundred and fifty-six votes said tri like Trippier, uh, and only twelve percent uh, wanted a tall, lanky. Good, sort good of, luck with uh, that because eighty-eight percent of you are going to be very disappointed because I'm pretty sure we're not going that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. Uh, and before we go, uh, a massive happy birthday to uh, our Canadian buddy, uh, Ryan, uh, our mod. Uh, happy birthday, happy matey. Birthday. Uh, and I hope you're having a fantabulous day, uh, wherever you are. I don't know whether you're in the barracks or you're home now or what, uh, but soon you'll be all over the bloody world with the with the, with the the army, maybe. Uh, but happy birthday, mate, and uh, a hell of a year for you, mate. So, uh Hope you've had a blast today. Uh, but that's it, guys. Thank you very much to everybody for watching. And uh, we will see you again tomorrow night with a very interesting show about who's going to go. Uh, we'll see you at 8 o'clock. Until then, good night. Come back and check on some